Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, you all. Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You are here with your co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is really a strongness and happiness is just a choice. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Well, thank you for being here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun doing this show from different locations on the planet that are very far apart often. <laughs> you must have heard me it's in my head. I said, that we get so where play. are you doing this show from today? <laughs> I am in uh, sunny California, where it's actually cooled down today a little bit. Uh, quite ah. nicely compared to the nice. over 100 degrees that it was. <laughs> How oh about you, Miss Stephanie? Where are you at? I am on the college camp on the UAB, I think it's called, UAB College Campus um, in Vancouver, Canada. Wow, cool. Yeah, it is beautiful here. Uh-huh. And yesterday I walked myself down to the beach and found out that it's a clothing optional beach. We was always an adventure. <laughs> <Yeah>. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, love it. Those, those men have no pants on. <laughs> well, that's a just excellent segue into our topic today. Which is, <laughs> what, what is our topic, the by the way? Possibilities. <laughs> what are the infinite possibilities? Now that's Indeed. a question I like to ask with it. <laughs> when there's naked men with around. a with a naked man. <laughs> yes. So what are the possibilities yeah. here? I wonder. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> so. I think I'll actually read our little description because it's a great. I'd be really um, happy about that. Wait. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Uh, it would be a great way to start the conversation. So, um, so what are the infinite possibilities? How often do you look to what you have decided is not possible rather than what you can choose? Is that really your best choice? Is that really your only choice? What if having a different point of view and asking a different question could truly create a different possibility in any area of your life? Any area of your life. Hmm. So well, I feel like there needs to be some from special access. soundtrack right here. <laughs> <laughs> like the um, chariot of fire, maybe? <laughs> Wait, sing that. What's that? <laughs> Oh God, I I can't do that. <laughs> oh like fine. Really I was going to like the thing. Twilight Zone. So funny. <laughs> well, so one of the questions from Access Consciousness 
is what are the infinite possibilities? And I love it because, it, you know, if I did it myself. Like so often I would be in a situation that I'd feel stuck and feel like there's no possibility, and then I'd go into like trying to figure out a way out of it, right, like solve the problem or, or figure out a way over the obstacle or <laughs> things like that. Right. And, uh, and it was a lot of work, right? <laughs> so... Uh, it, it was always well, about I already decided to go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. To decide something's already a problem and not changeable and not possible. <laughs> real real great. Well, I was actually put yourself I was in. actually thinking it was <laughs> I was actually thinking that this was a brilliant direction to take the show. But yes, that that could be an interesting oh. <laughs> choice to to always assume that you have a problem and your only way around it is to solve the problem. Instead of actually create something totally different. <laughs> you know. Oh man. Solving a so, problem uh, is making a better solving a problem is making a better light bulb. Um, creating something totally yeah. different is actually going, Wow, you know what? I wonder what we haven't considered here. Uh, I wonder. I wonder what's possible even beyond the light. Create, you know, like one way we're like, how can we make a light bulb that uses less energy? And one of them's like, well, I wonder what would happen if we use the sun. <laughs> or I wonder what I wonder right. what other light sources we have available to us that we haven't considered. I wonder how we could develop buildings that would actually use light in a more efficient way. Like all the all of a sudden all these other questions begin to open up instead of just how can I get this light bulb to use less energy. Yeah. Just as an and example. That's a, just a brilliant ex- Yeah, it's a brilliant example of of asking questions and not from the assumption that there's a problem or how it uh, overcome the difficulty, but from what else is possible here? What are the infinite possibilities? So, um, yeah. So oh my one gosh. of the things so that I it, love about this is you were talking about overcoming a problem. That the first assumption um, was that there that if there was something that looked like a problem, a that it was a problem, and b that in order to have something different, you had to solve the problem. And so I just wanted to point that that one of the biggest things to actually get first is actually to look and go, wow, what have I assumed is a problem here, and what have I assumed? Sort of like looking around you and going, wow, really, what have I assumed is going on here first? <laughs> so, so you yeah. start looking at it, yeah. and in the light bulb example, you're like, my power bill sucks, right? So that's actually what you've already decided is a problem. <laughs> like, my power bill sucks. <laughs> and then you go, well, that's really interesting. So what if every problem that we had was actually a door to a totally different possibility if we, if we chose it? And so that's what one of the things Heather was talking about looking at is what are the possibilities here? I've looked at this and decided there's a problem, but that in itself is your first, it's sort of the first, um, instead of going through a door, it's literally opening a trap door instead where your only option is to go into the shit pile. (laughs) Well, yeah. And it's, it's the thing that Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness always talks about of, your point of view creates your reality. Your reality, your reality doesn't create your point of view. So having the point of view that something is a problem, what if that's just the point of view and you actually could have a different point of view or no point of view about it? So like you so brilliantly said, when you start to actually question like the fundamental point of view that you're functioning from, 
such as, you know, the assumption that something's a problem, like that can open the door to changing everything. Like, whoa, <laughs> wow, what if this really yeah. isn't a problem? I wonder what else is possible here. It's such a different way to function in life um, that could maybe be more fun <laughs> Wait, than, uh, just, than having a problem a to overcome. Yeah, which yeah. just for a second, as a as a segue, you did bring up Dr. Dane here, and he is doing a telecall coming up called Ask, which is actually an entire series looking at how to ask a different question and how to actually begin begin looking at everything from a place of possibility and asking for it um, instead of asking for the problems that we've asked for and continuing to be determined to have them be real. So really going, you know, I, I do want other things in my life, but I haven't, I don't even know how to ask for them in a way that I can receive them. And so that call will be all about that. Like how to actually ask for things in a way that you can finally receive them. Um, Cause somewhere don't you know that ask and receive should be true. And sometimes it is. And then sometimes you're like, wait, it was so easy. I asked for this and it showed up and I asked for this and it showed up, but anything I care about a lot that I asked for it to show up doesn't. <laughs> so <laughs> what else, what else is possible? Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that awesome, out there. America if anybody does. is interested in the idea in, in what we're talking about, but wants an extensive, um, uh, an extensive toolbox on it. Yeah, awesome. And you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com to sign up for that. So I love it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) I'm like, that reminds me, I need to pay. (laughs) I'm going to go do that when we're done with the show. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Cool. So we were were actually talking about noticing those moments whenever you've decided something is a problem and that, that first piece of really just going, okay, well, I've decided that this is a problem already. Uh, now the, now I'm not sure. And you're, you're always allowed to go, Hey, you know, I see that this is a problem. Now, what did those chicks say? Like they said that if I saw a problem, (laughs) that it didn't have to be a problem. And now that's really where we're at. So what if the first step is really going, wow, I've always decided this, this was real and I never had another choice here. And really just beginning with the choice to make, ask the question, what's possible here? I've never considered. Yeah, and that is the thing to do is to actually ask a question. And a question that is a true question that that you're not you're not asking based on you already have the answer. <laughs> a true question would be what else okay. is possible here that I've never considered. Yeah. yeah. Here's where here's where some people ask the question, how do I not have this problem anymore? <laughs> That's not yeah. actually a question. So, when I say the word specifically, like what else is possible here that I haven't yet considered, this isn't, this isn't a generalized question that you ask one that's sort of like it. This is actually one that in those moments where you notice that you have a problem, you actually ask with the words, what else is possible here that I haven't considered? <laughs> Not like, yeah. <laughs> how do I solve this problem? And then if we asked you, well, did you ask a question? You said, yeah, I asked the question you asked. <laughs> no, you didn't. 
Um, <laughs> what else is possible here that I haven't yet considered? Is actually it's it's actually designed to give you more information where you haven't yet been able to receive more information. Exactly, and and I just gave you guys what a are strong the top. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm a little more intense than I thought I was. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, that happens when you go to class. <laughs> the things change. <laughs> and how's it going to be better than what, that? What if it's what else not is a possible here? It I have a strongness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, and literally asking that question is uh, asking the universe to contribute to you something that you weren't aware of, you didn't notice, uh, you couldn't come up with on your own. And that's the thing with a true question. It actually invites the universe to contribute to you um, in really just amazing, magical ways. And so that question is to to invite that, to ask for that. You know, asking you shall receive. It's like it's using that capacity that you have and that possibility that you have for something different and something greater by just asking a question. So easy. <laughs> yeah, oh I also noticed that whenever I ask times, have you asked something in your head or you've looked at something in your head or you've tried to solve a problem in your head, there's a pattern here. All It's all in your head. Like, how many times have you tried to look at something different, but the first thing that comes up is already the thing that you've looked at a million times? So you end up in this sort of loop of, yeah. you know, well, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. I should leave. I should stay. 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 And there yeah. you are, and you're like, wow, these are my two options. I should leave. I should stay. So then the only thing that you have in that moment is either looking at the rightness of leaving or the rightness of staying. You don't actually have another option. And so when you ask a question like, what else is possible here that I haven't considered, then if it pops up, I could leave. You go, yeah, that's great. Cool. I've considered that one. Now, I, what, else have, what else could I choose? And then you go, I could stay. And you go, well, that's great. I, I have actually considered that one. Now what? And now all of a sudden your brain has the ability to be clearer and go, oh, right. Well, that's what I had planned. And you're like, yep, that's great. Now, what else is possible <laughs> that I hadn't planned yet? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Oh. And it's, well, I have to start looking at things <laughs> from a totally different direction. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, it's brilliantly said because it really does spark those ideas and inspirations and other information. It's like, oh, okay, I don't have to just permanently leave, I could go away for the day and, or I could, uh, whatever. It starts to give you like different ideas that, that you hadn't considered <laughs> when it's yeah. just, you know, back and forth, like, yes or no, right or yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Then it starts to lead to questions like, well, what exactly do I think I'll get if I leave? Well, what do, what exactly do I think we'll, I'll get from staying? what exactly am I looking for here? And all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, if I leave, then, and then whatever it is for you, like maybe what's the thing is, is, you know, the, the person, you know, 
I don't know why the only thing that keeps popping in my head is like the person wants to have too much sex with you, you know, and you really just want to give your vagina a break, you know, or, or vice versa, you know, maybe you just want to give your penis a break. I don't know. And so for you, you're like, well, I guess I have to leave, right? Like this person's insatiable and we've had sex 20 times today. Um, I'll never get any work done if I stay. So you're like, I have to leave. And then, but what if, what if it's more like, oh, well, so this is something that would have to change for me to stay, but it may not be something that needs to change for them to be happy. So then you can start looking at other options. Can I hire a gigolo, for instance? <laughs> yeah. Just one example. Just, just one example. <laughs> options that you may have never considered well, that may work out that great for both of you. Yeah, and it starts to break apart the assumptions that we have um, and the reasons and justifications we have for why we can't choose something or why we have to choose something or why it's not possible for any for there to be any other choice. It starts to just bust that up because you're like, oh, wait a second. Okay, I could hire a gigolo. Oh, I could see if my <laughs> girlfriend would rather spend the night with them and I can have a night off. <laughs> or, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> options, people. Options. <laughs> you know, it, it's so funny to sort of hear people's universes sort of like, wait, what? Why are we talking about this? Where did this come from? And and this is the thing. Like, Out we of your head, allow people. Our... <laughs> it came from you guys. This was not my reality. Um, so, so, but one of the things that we, we've decided is that there are certain things that we will allow ourselves to choose. And there are other things that we will, will not allow ourselves to choose before we've even considered it really. So we've really got this rule book. That's like two, it's like the tax code. It's like 20 million pages thick and nobody can follow it because it contradicts itself from page to page. So you oftentimes are stuck in a no choice universe. So if I bring up something that's a ridiculous choice, what would happen if you would allow yourself to consider the ridiculous choices and if the ridiculous choice would actually work for you, even if it wouldn't work for your friends, your family, your neighbor, or that random school teacher that you decided always had the best ideas. Like if what would happen if you would allow them <laughs> us to choose the things that would work for us, no matter how ridiculous they seem to other people, we don't have to tell everyone every choice we make. We can just choose what would work for us. And, and, and just have it be just for us, just for fun, never tell anyone, and have our lives work out better than anyone else would ever allow for either. <laughs> or two. I'm not sure what word to <laughs> right. say there. Either, That's... two, also, <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that. Have our... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's worth repeating, though. Allowing ourselves to choose things I'm and a have a choice that... <laughs> no one else would oh, that wasn't like what us was to have or allow us to have. <laughs> Not that part. <laughs> but it, that's the thing when we ask a question like, "What else is possible here that I never considered?" or "What or what are the infinite possibilities?" It's it does open up so many more choices and possibilities than you know, what we decided is not possible, what we decided we can't choose, what we decided we can't change. It, it, 
Now that opens the door. What have you decided you can't change? What have you decided you can't change? (laughs) (laughs) That you actually can. (laughs) You know, if it's just a decision, you could be a girl and change your mind, (laughs) even if you're a guy. You know, what if you allow All right, what do you mean by that? Choice? What do you mean by that, Heather? What do you mean by that? <laughs> well, like, you know, how many times have you been told and taught and, like, pounded into you that you have to not only make a choice, you better make the right choice, and then you have to stick with that choice forever. <laughs> what if that isn't true? <laughs> what if that's a total manipulation and lie to control you? <laughs> What if you actually have infinite choice and can change your choice at any moment? Just, no, for now, no reason and no justification. Yeah. <laughs> Just because well, you can. Cra- yeah, here's something that actually cracked me up about that. So another friend of mine was saying, he's like, what makes you think people remember what you said? So here we are holding our, <laughs> we're literally like holding ourselves to these choices when, you know, you find out years later, nobody remembered that you'd said anything. Nobody, nobody had an idea. These <laughs> things that you were trying to maintain, these things that you were trying to be consistent about, nobody remembered or knew them anyway. So that thing that you sometimes may get yeah. frustrated about, like nobody hears me, nobody sees me, what if you could actually use that to your advantage and recognize nobody remembers what choices you made. You can make totally different ones today. No one will notice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, would you be willing to give yourself that much freedom and that much choice? Just because you can. <laughs> Just because you can. I've got a whole bunch of people's heads going, they will notice, they will remember. The only people I've ever had notice or remember those things are actually people that hate every choice I make. So it doesn't actually, it's not specifically that they remember what I chose and they're mad that I changed. Uh, first of all, they're mad if I make any change. Second of all, they're mad if I exist or breathe. So those people haven't actually ever been people that um, that have supported or, or 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 desired for me to have more or create more in my life, and so they're pretty consistent. So you know, those people. What if we had fun making them miserable in our lives instead of actually trying to make them happy? What if we actually included ourselves in our own happiness and went, you know what? Those people have never been happy, even when I made the choices they told me to make. Because <laughs> um, that's right. another thing Which that I've key. always been surprised that's... by. Yeah. Right. Wait, this is the choice oh, well, you wanted me to make. Thing. I made it just the way you told me to make it. Why are you pissed? Yeah, right. Well, and that's a key thing to notice. Like, notice that when you did that, they still weren't happy. So how many times do you have to do that before you get that no matter what you choose, they're not going to be happy. <laughs> That's because they what choose if they're, to be not happy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What if their being not happy was actually totally a gift to you? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> what if it's a total gift? Say See, more. Looking at this, if there's... If there's somebody who's never been happy about anything you've ever chosen, even if they told you what to choose and because you were trying to make them happy, you chose it, and then they were still mad. Like, what if you could actually use that and you go, oh, oh, I've been trying to make this person happy. That never works. So so what what choice, if I made it, would actually work for me, and how much fun can I have with them being pissed off? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll repeat that. How much fun can I have with them being pissed off and unhappy with my choice? <laughs> How much fun can I have <laughs> with them being pissed off <laughs> and not ever happy exactly. with my choice? <laughs> exactly. Now, why would like really? Why would we ever say something like that? Like I, the and and what it is is that these are the exact people. Usually, these are the only people that we try to make happy. So this is like that. Those people that are absolutely refuse to have happiness or joy in their life and insist on being mad no matter what you choose, even if it's what they told you to choose because you didn't choose it. Like they give you another thing that you're supposed to. Well, but you didn't choose it when I said to choose it. Or yeah, but you didn't tell me first. <laughs> or no, you didn't. Right? There's always something. So so really, right. what if that's actually a gift? What it, I know that sounds so weird. I remember the first time I heard somebody say something like that, and I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to get from where I am to that being a gift. Um, but what I've realized yeah. is that it actually gives you incredible freedom. And I know it might be a stretch for some people, but it gives you incredible freedom to know that they're, they're the most consistent people in your life. They will always be mad. They will always hate what you choose. They will always hate if you choose for you, and they will always hate if you do what they say. And that if you want to keep them in your life, if you recognize that they will always be full of vehemence and hatred, then you're free. <laughs> you are absolutely free now because it is no longer them that's actually keeping you from choosing. It gives you the gift of knowing, no, it's actually just you because there is no making them happy. Yeah, you have total choice and total freedom <laughs> to choose whatever so people you like. who can be made happy. Keep- yeah, people who can be made happy some of the times are are sort of the scary ones because those are the people that will maybe if I do something better they'll be happier. Where the people who are always pissed, <laughs> they're just always pissed. It can be like, yeah, look at you can explore the different kinds of mad that they can get. <laughs> Yeah. True. Story. You can give the you can you can give the kinds of mad like the number of names that Eskimos have for snow. You can be like, oh, this is the kind of like subtle steering mad. Oh, this is the kind of like be quiet for two days, sucking energy out of the room mad. Oh, this is the see, see how much fun you can have with this. You could probably make a really good book out of that too. You could probably make a whole bunch of money. Don't do it. <laughs> Oh, my God. What are the infinite possibilities? <laughs> what? You mean I'm using that tool on this call? Yeah, you are. In a totally weird way that people are going, what the hell? <laughs> I love it. So, so this, so this yeah. is the thing with beginning to ask the question, of like, what are the possibilities here that I've never considered? So the things that are coming out of my mouth aren't necessarily even – like, they're not necessarily the things I would choose from. Again, like, I'm not going out to hire a gigolo for an imaginary boyfriend that I have, right? Like, you know, like, um, that's, but when we look at these problems where we're so stuck, we're very used to looking at a very particular set of possibility, uh, not possibilities, options. Yeah. And options are different than possibilities. What happens with a possibility is it changes the energy and the future of what's possible. 
a an option are all the predictable possibilities that keep you choosing within the realm of reality that you're familiar with. And if what you're asking for is something different, then maybe the considerations that you're making for your future actually require something really different. So I'm, I'm saying things that are ridiculous, but everywhere that they're so ridiculous that you would never choose them or consider them are exactly the places where you've been limiting what's possible in your life. You don't have to choose them, but considering them and is, is the place where a really different reality begins. So one of the things that whenever people are looking at, um, there's there's a couple of different kinds of people on the planet. One set of one one group of people can look mm. at an object, for instance. If I put a brick in the middle of a room, and I go, you know, like ask people around the room, what is this? What can I do with it? There, some people will have only a predictable set of things they can do with it. So they can they can lay it horizontally, they can lay it vertically. They could find something to lay on top of it, and they could find something to put underneath it. And that is pretty – they're like, it could be a wall. And that is really pretty much the only option that they see is this could be a wall. Other people look at it and they go, oh, well, it could be a wall, and it could be and it could be a wall that's configured in all these different ways, or it could be a footpath, or it could be – yeah, those are all normal things that it could be. I could break it into pieces, and I could use it as a face wash. I could – you know, like – Oh, all of a sudden, and then and then the real weirdo in the room goes, "It could be, it could time travel, right?" And and what happens is is when you have the person in the room that goes, "It could be a time traveling device," at first everybody else goes, "No, it fucking can't." So stop it. And then they add another ridiculous thing to the option. And then they're like, "Oh, or it could be, uh, you know, whatever." That just like something else that everybody's like, "What the." F- fudge are you talking about and about three it could be for breaking windows yay (laughs) um so about three crazy options in all of a sudden everybody else in the room starts to go okay well no it's not going to be used for time travel but i didn't realize that i could consider something other than a wall so what if you considering the crazy possibilities actually is a door that opens possibilities for everyone even if at first they look at you and go, that's crazy, stop it. And then you offer another one, that's crazy, stop it. You offer another one, that's crazy, stop it. And all of a sudden, their really practical way of looking at the world, they look at and go, oh, well, maybe my practical way of looking at the world is a little limited. I guess I could consider one other thing. And if you if you providing a possibility that doesn't look like anybody else is providing – if that changes one option that's available to everybody else, you have changed the world. Even if they don't look at what the option is that you're giving, they actually will begin to see their world and their reality different. What if they, it's not required that they see things the way you see them? What if it's just that one you being whatever it is that you be, whatever possibilities you come to, whatever you discover is possible for you or consider, what if even you just considering it actually adds at least one other possibility to everybody else's universe? And that, that changes literally what's possible on the planet. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a note that That's I worth I listening to you again. And, yeah. yeah, I actually, well, and, and you may have heard my head too, because I had asked the question earlier. I was looking at, I oftentimes am the person in the room that's saying things that people are looking at me like I'm a nut job. Um, 
And, and so it was really, I was asking questions about it earlier and really going, what are the, I was asking the question, what are the possibilities here that I haven't considered what's right about this that I, that I haven't, that I'm not getting. And what, what is it that I'm actually doing here and capable of contributing that right now I just see myself as wrong for. So, you know, this is another place where it's not always the, the pragmatic, like, well, you know, I've got a girlfriend who wants too much sex or a, a, um, a, um, a light bulb that takes too much energy. <laughs> now I need to solve that problem. Sometimes it's about things that are sort of more about the way you live your life or who you are. Um, and how you're showing up. And so, you know, I asked that question yeah. earlier. Now here we are asking the question with you guys, and now I'm getting information about it, about how I could be different or how I could recognize that even when people look at me like I'm crazy, I have altered what's possible in the room. <laughs> well, and then if it's, even if it's for yourself too, I mean, it's like you functioning different in your own life has a ripple effect that goes out into the world. And I want to go back to what you were saying um, at the beginning of this with the um, just considering other choices. Even if you don't actually choose them, to truly allow yourself to consider, consider it as a legitimate choice. I like choice. considering it. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, and, like, I've played with this with some uh, all different kinds of situations. One of the most uh, extreme moments of it for me was uh, feeling like that I needed to get a divorce, that I had to get a divorce and that I couldn't do that, <laughs> both at the same time, right? So I truly let myself um, choose that for 10 seconds. You know, like, okay, for this 10 seconds, I'm going to choose divorce. That's what I'm choosing. That's just, I'm going to play with that as though that is my choice and what I'm doing right now. And I just hung out with it for a few minutes and noticed what it did in my world to actually truly allow myself a choice like that that I so adamantly was not allowing myself to have. And then, you know, five minutes later, I was like, okay, now I'm choosing to not get a divorce. I'm choosing to stay. And I hung out with that for a few minutes and just noticed what it did in my world to have that choice. So I really considered that. And then I, next five minutes, I made another choice. Okay, well, what if I go away on a trip for two days <laughs> just to, like, get away for a little bit, right? And I really allowed myself that choice for five minutes. And I noticed what that did in my world. And so that was a way for me to truly allow myself to make a choice just for five minutes and indulge that choice and see what it created in my world, see what it did in my body and in my emotions and in my head. And, um, and especially for something like that, that I really was not allowing myself to even consider it as an actual choice. So I played with it. And noticed what it did in my world. And it was really funny because just that act of allowing myself to choose something that I wasn't allowing myself to choose for five minutes totally changed everything. And it got me out of that place of feeling totally stuck in, in a, where I had no choice. Because up until that moment, I really I felt like I had no choice. And then I was fighting that feeling of having no choice. 
which isn't the same thing as giving myself a new choice and a different choice and indulging that and playing with it. So, um, so I just wanted to point that out more. It's like to consider yeah, a choice, so like truly allow yourself to have that as a choice, not as a theoretical, not as a maybe, but like, okay, really I could hire a gigolo. <laughs> okay, really I could invite one of my girlfriends to sleep with them. Okay, really I could let them know they can go out on the town and sleep with whoever they would like to. Or, you know, like things, if you're not letting yourself consider anything but, oh, my God, I have to have sex all the time and I really don't want to, that's no choice. And it's really no fun to live in a no-choice world. <laughs> you know, like, how, yeah. how happy is that? <laughs> I, just, I love that. Yeah, I love that part where you, you mentioned mm-hmm. that sometimes you, you're you resisting, like, the reason everything feels so heavy and it feels like you have no choice is literally the only choice that doesn't look like the one that you're currently making, you're resisting it, like that you're resisting like there's this thing that's sort of built in yeah. where and you you'll you'll know it whenever your friends do it more than you may notice when you do it but your friends will go well yeah I could leave but mm-hmm. like literally they won't let themselves have the option truly and so it's literally like well there yeah. is no option to leave but it's the only other option I have so now you're stuck fighting the one other option you think you have which is not the same thing as having choice, yeah. which is a, just a different way of what, saying what you were saying that was so brilliant. It was like, you know, when we think we have yeah. no choice, even the other option that we think we have, we will fight, which means we're just stuck fighting ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and keeping ourselves in no choice. Brilliant, right? Yeah. And, it does, and it does sound like that. That's, you can't catch yourself if it goes, yeah, I could leave, but right when it's not even a full sentence yeah. like you don't even stop before you hit the butt <laughs> you're like i yeah. could do this but i could do this right. but and then i could do this but yeah that's not a choice yeah and that's the thing it's it's not a choice and if you find yourself justifying your choice rather than just like okay this is what i'm choosing and acknowledging your choice that's a totally different thing. Like if you're justifying your choices, a lot of times that could be an indication that you're not truly allowing yourself to have all the choices you actually have available to you. And so it's just something you to mean notice. I'm doing this uh, because thing. it's the responsible choice. Is that what you're saying? Like if you hear yourself say that, yeah. I'm doing uh-huh. this because it's the responsible choice. I'm doing this because uh-huh. in 10 years, I'm doing this because my so-and-so would be upset if I did anything different. I'm doing this because I feel bad about uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. All those? Is that what you're talking uh-huh. about? All those justifications? Yep. All those. <laughs> All those are uh, maybe a place where you're not allowing yourself to have infinite possibilities and infinite choice you actually have. Well, this is actually a But now nah, I'm probably too, wrong. Well, I, yes, you probably are. But, so, um, so one of the things that I was looking at is when you said that, that is actually another possibility that most people, oh, this is a weird moment. Uh, side note, I, I, yeah. I just grabbed my ear. I tried to like put my earphones in better and felt this other strange tabby sort of thing um, that I was like, what is this? I started pulling on it to like figure out what it was because it didn't feel like it was part of my earphones. It's not. It's actually an <laughs> earring inside my ear that I forgot I had. That was so oh. weird. Okay. Sorry. I have a piercing that's not my earlobe. It's like inside my ear. And for a moment, I was very perplexed at what that was. 
That was very strange. Okay. So um, that was just to give you guys a break, just a, just a, a break for a second while your brains were frying. So <laughs> just a little weird moment just for you. You're welcome. Um, so, but one of the things, like, what, what if one of the choices that you've never let yourself have, for instance, if your only two choices so far have been leave, like, stay or go, but really, that's not even really what the choices were. The choices were stay and feel like shit or leave and feel like shit. Like, those were actually the choices you were giving yourself. Like, I could stay and feel like shit like I feel now, or I could leave and I could feel like shit in a different way. So, really, your options weren't stay or go. Your options were actually, like, which way do I want to feel like shit? So, what if sometimes the options, are, what if sometimes the options actually are, well, I could stay and actually enjoy it. Like, that's a weird possibility I've never considered. I could leave, and I, I could actually not yeah. feel bad about it. Like, even those are actually adding possibility to what you've never considered, because previously it wasn't actually stay or go. It was actually feel bad this way, feel bad this way. Which one do I, which one will last longer, and which one do I, you know, which one am I willing to endure? I'll we'll, we'll feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel worse if I stay or go. Um, or at first yeah. I'll feel a lot worse, and then... Maybe it'll die. <laughs> yeah. So this question of what are the infinite possibilities is like inviting something beyond what you are considering normal or what you think your only choices are. So like the scenario you just gave, Stephanie, of basically different versions of feeling bad and how bad are you going to feel <laughs> based on each choice. Uh, what else is possible besides that? <laughs> that I've never considered. You know, it's really <laughs> quite like these questions that can break apart the like these fundamental limitations uh, that we've been functioning from that we don't have to be. We don't have to live with these kinds of limitations. We don't have to live with these kinds of no choice. So if you're interested in some more possibilities, if you're interested in having more choice, then we highly recommend to ask these kinds of questions and, and see what you discover, see what you notice about the points of view you have been functioning from and see how that's working for you. <laughs> yeah, and if you get stuck, this really is a place where I reach out to other facilitators and and um, because yeah. the job of a facilitator is not actually to offer crazy suggestions. I'm I'm just joking when I'm on this show and I give you crazy things that you could do or choose. Um, I say those <laughs> things because it makes you realize like where where those places are where you're like I would never do that. And you're like okay great, so you would never do that. Well that's that's one place. There's one line in the sand for you. Now what else is actually possible? Um, but but when you a facilitator's job is actually to ask you questions so that you know what's true for you and actually give you something, a a different possibility, or even give you awareness of the things that you've decided that you don't even know you've decided. So if your choices, if the choices you've been making are, I could, I've got two ways I could be miserable, which one am I going to choose? When a facilitator starts asking you questions, it can uncover these places. And that, that makes it easier to to make a different choice. Sometimes when you're like, Oh my God, I didn't realize that. My, the choice I was making was which way I wanted to be miserable. I really thought I was looking at ways I could make my life better and everyone's life better. And you go, well, if, if these two choices I've been looking at are only about how I can be miserable, oh, maybe I 
do have a different choice. It's all about giving you more awareness about where you're choosing from and what else is possible for you to choose. And so those are the moments that I really reach out to other facilitators and go, hey, could you ask me a couple of questions here? Can you actually help me get where I'm stuck and what else I can choose? (laughs) Um, Yeah, and again, it's not about that. Well, and it's not about that facilitator telling you what to choose. It's you, it's facilitating you to get the awareness of what other choices you have, that, and they'll come out of you. Like you know what your you would like your life to be. Yeah. You know what you're seeking. You know what works for you. You know what doesn't work for you. You know what's true for you and what isn't true for you. So it's really about empowering you to have more clarity about all of that. So, um, so Stephanie, where can people contact you if they'd like to get a private session with you? Um, I can be found at www.stephanierichardson.com or on Facebook, Stephanie Richardson or Stephanie Richardson CFAC. Um, That stands for Certified Facilitator of Access Consciousness. Um, And so, yes, those are are really easy ways to find me. What about you? Yeah, um, you can find me at um, on accessconsciousness.com and also on Facebook and heatherpsmith.com are all the places you can reach me. And if so, you're looking uh, for other facilitators wow. as well, Heather mentioned accessconsciousness.com. You can always search for facilitators on there. There are facilitators around the globe. Uh, most of us who will do yeah. sessions via via Skype or other other long distance sort of ways, but if you need somebody or desire somebody in your area, you can look for people by location as well. Absolutely. So, oh my gosh, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We really appreciate you joining in the conversation here, and uh, we hope we contributed something fabulous to you today. thank you so much we love having you here it always gives us so much information even whenever you aren't asking questions um, out loud but in the future if you desire to call in or ask us questions you can always send those in and we can address them on the air Um, so anyway it's been great having you and we look forward to seeing you next week at the same time 12 noon Pacific or 3 p.m. Eastern time. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.